You're listening to Cannabis Health Radio. Here are your hosts, Ian Jessup and Corey Yelland. Welcome to another episode of Cannabis Health Radio. I'm Ian Jessup. And I'm Corey Yelland. Skin cancer is the most common form of cancer globally, accounting for at least 40% of cases. It is estimated that in 2015, more than 100,000 people died from skin cancer. There are three main types of skin cancers, basal cell skin cancer, squamous cell skin cancer, and melanoma. Basal cell cancer grows slowly and can damage the tissue around it, but is unlikely to spread to distant areas or result in death. It often appears as a painless raised area of skin that may be shiny with small blood vessels running over it or may present as a raised area with an ulcer. Squamous cell cancer is more likely to spread. It usually presents as a hard lump with a scaly top, but may also form an ulcer. Melanomas are the most aggressive. Signs include a mole that has changed in size, shape, color, and has irregular edges, has more than one color, or it bleeds or is itchy. And joining us to talk about her skin cancer is Tricia Dennis of Florida. Tricia, thanks very much for doing this. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Take us through, Glad to be here. Take us through your experience of discovering that you had skin cancer. Okay, so... The first time that I got diagnosed with skin cancer was the the basal cell, and that was on my left lower cheek area. That was an area that had progressively started as a like a pimple looking, um, maybe in my early late to mid twenties. You know, around that time, I noticed a pimple there. Um, By the time I was about you know twenty six. 27, it was larger. And just what you said, I didn't even know that myself. It had like, um, it almost looked like a blood vessel. It's the only way I can explain it. Um, so I had a biopsy done in 2008, finally, and nothing, not even thinking anything of it. And they said, that's what it was. And I wasn't too freaked out because I realized that was treatable and they didn't act like it was anything to worry about. But I was worried about how long it had been going on. So um, what happened was I just happened to run into uh, people that I was searching at that time for different things. You know, there were things going on at that time that were opening me up to looking outside the box in life in general. So the people that I was around, you know, were a little bit more open-minded. And someone told me about um, Black Salve, a blood root, and how he cured his his carcinoma the same way. So um, I went ahead and did that, and I treated it myself. And, um, you know, it went through a process. It was 2008. I put it on. It burned. It, it stung. I covered it. You know, I didn't really mess with it too much. And, you know, then a couple weeks later, it just fell out, you know, and it was just nice, clean, healthy skin, you know, right there. That was my first 
touch with cancer. And everyone thought I was crazy then because I had chosen not to go to a doctor, but I'm terrified of doctors. (laughs) So I did not want them to treat my cancer. You know, if there was another way to treat it, I wanted to do it. So that was the first time. And Mm -hmm. I can assure you that that was not scary for me. I don't know why. It just didn't seem scary. Well, Um, you were young. When you're when you're young, things like that don't scare you, right? But the interesting thing about your story is that I've heard of this black salve before, and people using mm-hmm. it, using it for skin cancer. Is it easy to obtain? No, it's not. You cannot get it in the United States because the FDA, FDA doesn't approve it. So you have to order it, you know, in other countries and you know some in Australia. I believe that's where I got mine. Um, and you know, unfortunately, they can't tell you instructions, so you're really on your own, like googling and things like that. And it it can be dangerous. So like I. I would recommend, like, I've gone through it twice on my arm and on my face, and I don't really recommend that to people anymore because of what happened with my leg. <laughs> oh, so you, it, you've you had uh, this, the one on your cheek is the first time with a basal yes. cell. Okay. Well, take us through the second time. Okay. So in 2000, it was 2011, this was a very suspicious mole and I'm always checking my body because my parents just threw us on a boat. We skin boiled. You know what I mean? We, we were Florida kids. Um, so I noticed a lot of skin changes going on, but on my shin, on my left leg, again, the left side of my body, there was just this mole and the mole had like a darker area around the side of it and it was getting darker each month. So I started getting concerned about it. Um, went to my doctor I've been going to for years and he didn't, you know, he wasn't a cancer specialist, but he certainly did a test and sent it off and, uh, you know, called me because he knew me that well. He actually called me and told me it's, it's, it's melanoma and it's serious. And I was terrified, (laughs) just terrified. Um, (laughs) mainly because I'm terrified of doctors, but, you know, also just, I've got two kids. I'm an only parent to the kids. And then, you know, and Corey knows my youngest has special needs. So it was terrifying because I'm like, I have no insurance. What am I going to do? And this is serious. So I ordered Black Salve again. Um, and that time, you can see some of the pictures that I sent Corey, um, but the very first picture is when I'm treating it with black salve, and it is inflamed. It's a large hole, and I was content- I decided to do this because if they wanted fifteen to twenty thousand dollars to cut into me, and I could potentially lose my leg because I did a lot of research, and I was very concerned what could happen to me if I went to a cancer institute or a specialist. List. It, it worried me. I was, how could I get through like being sick with Noah? You know, it was very, very scary. So um, I decided to take this journey and it, and it was the wrong choice. I would not recommend it because it was, it burned a hole through my leg four times. I think I actually applied it because it kept coming out like this, the, the scab would come out and it's supposed to be healthy skin under but it was still yellow and you could tell there was still cancer there so i would do it again and then it got all the way to the bone and it was just constant pain was just throbbing and i could barely walk 
It was very dangerous. It was highly infected. So I don't really recommend black salve because you just don't know what's going to happen with it in my, in my, uh, you know, personal experience. You know, Tricia, when I went through, uh, fighting cancer, that was one of the things that I looked at doing and I decided not to. I, I can't remember what really swayed me not to in the end, but I do remember looking into it and being initially fairly excited about it and then going, Ugh, I don't know. So I chose not to. Yeah, it it really, it burns the cancer out and it, it just, you know, it's supposed to, like my face looks naturally healed, but that only went so deep, like the size of a pencil eraser into my cheek. Um, and then the skin grew back, but this was down to the bone. And I was at that point, I reached out to one of my friends and she's the one who really, she was concerned for me anyway, because she knew I was treating it myself. Um, she's inter- She introduced me to some people because she was concerned about it being to the bone. And she was seeing the the level of, <laughs> it was pretty infected. And here here is me not going to a doctor because if I go there and tell them I'm doing this, they're going to think I'm nuts at this point, you know? Mm. So I'm just trying to figure out what do I do? do is terrified and bev was like you got to join you know this cannabis group that i know and at least get some answers and from then on everything changed it, like the whole journey just took a whole flip and before we get into that trisha I, yeah. I just want to say Corey. before we did this interview Corey showed me the pictures of uh, uh-huh. your issue and you had a mess it was oh, a, yeah it was a real mess uh-huh. And it was bad. Yeah, it's uh it's quite frightening the pictures to look at. I know. Um actually when I see it online it it brings a little PTSD back to me because I didn't realize how freaked out I was going through it and looking at all that, but now that I look back at it I'm like, "Oh, it really it's really bad." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It uh, it uh, wasn't a pretty sight, I'll tell you. It, it, no. it was like you were wounded in a war. It was like a a hole to the, I mean, straight hole right into my bone. It was just absolutely crazy. And I showed my mom and she was just like, oh my gosh, this has gone too far. You've got to get to a hospital. And I'm like, it it was bad. And just imagine, because I couldn't tell, was the pain coming from the black salve and the skin trying to heal? Or was it coming from the bone? Because it was constant throbbing, you know, it was an open wound. So it, it was, it was pretty intense. You could see the bone, could you? Oh, yeah. If you look at one of the first pictures that um, I'm dropping cannabis oil into my leg, that is, you can see white in that picture, and that's the bone of my chin. Tell us about uh, your switching from the black salve to cannabis. Okay, so this is where the, you know, had to change my whole entire thinking came in. I, I was like, okay, put me in there and told them my story, showed them my pictures, and um there was a man named Ronnie in there that uh, I think, uh, Corey, you might know him. Ronnie, Roland. S- Ronnie Smith? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he just saw it and he's like, I'm going to help you, you know, just document everything. And I, I was, I'm not going to lie, I was scared because I had used cannabis for um, anxiety and things like that. And I never realized I was medicating. Do you understand? Like, I mm-hmm. never correlated that together. I just thought it was something I did, you know, to calm down, didn't correlate it. So I was a little bit nervous because I'm thinking now, how, how is this a medicine? It doesn't make sense, but I got it. And, you know, he said to take it internally. 
and he said to put it on the wound. So the first time I did it, like I, that was August 17th. So I was looking at dates because it just, it's, it's crazy how fast I had to change everything, but I put the drop in the day I got it and it instantly just stopped hurting. Everything stopped hurting. <laughs> wow. That was a good sign right there. Hey, I was happy, you know, <laughs> I was just no like, doubt. okay. Now keep in mind, oil takes a little while to kick in internally. So oh God. Okay. <laughs> right. So I'd never done that in my life. And I'm, you know, sitting there maybe an hour and a half later, I'm like, whoa, like now I feel extremely relaxed. I'm not worried so much. I'm not stressing out. It's Everything all feels good. Like, <laughs> it feels like something's working now. You know what I mean? Like nobody yes. should be in pain and I'm, I'm fixing my pain naturally and that's good. So the very first time I was like, good. Next day, I couldn't see the bone so much. I could see pink. And so I continued this and Ronnie, you know, just kept supplying me what I needed. He was so concerned, you know, that I continue this regimen. And I documented pictures all the time to him and shared with him like when the skin was growing back when I saw skin coming back in it would look like a you know a pool of hope was coming you know <laughs> it was like oh my gosh it's healthy looking skin it was just phenomenal I couldn't believe it and you know I'm showing this all to people on Facebook Corey and I'm following you and I'm following you know the little boy at the time and, and a couple other people in that group and and my friends are saying that's not your leg I'm like were you kidding me <laughs> like, I can't like are you serious like this is real life right now it was it was absolutely insane you must have been excited so oh i was so excited to share it i was just able to share with people something that i was just dumbfounded by and the more i was researching the more i was excited to share like i changed my entire diet to an all green diet um i drank alkaline water lemon water I changed everything and I was documenting it openly to people because I knew it would help other people. You know, some people got some people didn't. Um, but I was really excited and I was mad. I was mad too. Like I had bouts of being angry too because I was understanding at that point that I had been lied to. I was pretty angry about that. So this was on August 17th of last year that you first took the no. oil? Oh. No, in 2012. 2012. Okay, 2012. Mm-hmm. Okay, take us through the, the, the process of this. August uh, 17th, you 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 uh, put the oil in your in your leg. You you ingest it. You have a bit of fun yes. as well. Yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you can and the the white of the bone starts to disappear, and you can see a bit of pink there. Yeah, and then progressively. I would take pictures pretty much daily at first and then weekly. And all you kept seeing is more of the skin coming. And it was all level skin. It wasn't growing in strangely or anything. It didn't have discoloration. There was no more pain. So this went on until I felt there was no more pink left. I couldn't see a whole lot of pink left. Now, there was still scar tissue, it had like a purplish tinge to it where it was healing. And that, that left, that was there for about maybe two years after. Um, but November 12th is when I went to my doctor again and asked him to biopsy it. And uh, it came back cancer free. 
So you started in August, and by November, you had a biopsy that said it's not there anymore. Yes. Wow. <laughs> awesome. Because melanoma, yes. melanoma can be pretty ugly. Very. Well, I think that those pictures are pretty evident of how ugly it is, because the only theory I have at this point about the black salve is that my cancer was so aggressive, it was moving too fast for everything to kill it. It was just going too fast. It's very aggressive. Yeah. Many people have passed from uh, melanoma, unfortunately. Yes. You know, since then, I've probably hundreds of people have reached out to me, whether they've seen an article or or whatnot. And, you know, and I walk them through what I went through. I mean, I don't take this journey for granted. I, I speak about this. It's opened the doors to so much that it just, it's amazing that I can educate, you know, I'm educating my mom and, and she's starting to get it. It's, it's just, so it's power, you know, when you have this knowledge and you can share it with people and then you have a testimony and then you can share with them how you did it. It's, it's an amazing feeling. How did your mom feel about seeing the hole in your leg and then all of a sudden having it heal up within a few months? You know, she didn't say a whole lot. I mean, she understood what I was doing, but I think she was pretty scared and just didn't talk a lot about it. Mm-hmm. And, and then, you know, today, now I'll be honest with you, my mom is not, you know, real happy pro-cannabis person. But lately, as much as I've been educating her and, you know, a couple of people that I know, she's coming around and she gets it now, you know? So I explained to her today what I was going to be talking about. This is the first interview I've done about this, you guys. Like, I have not shared this story because I was waiting for the person that I wanted to share it with. So, Corey, thank you. Well, thank Um, you. (laughs) So I'm I'm telling her about the journey and she's like, I I thought I knew about it. So I'm telling her everything that I went through and she's just like, wow, you know, she didn't even know. I didn't talk about it to her because people that didn't understand what I was doing, I just couldn't deal with, you know, I had to, I had to stay focused on the journey of healing. Well, I think the people in your mother's generation, how old is your mother, by the way? She's 65, so it is a generation of, yeah. Yeah, the people of that generation have been indoctrinated to think that cannabis is an evil weed and it's dangerous. And the the stigma still exists, and it's very, very difficult to have the people of that generation switch and turn around. And I think your mother is starting to, I think, starting to believe because what mm-hmm. what people do is we're told by politicians, we're told by doctors, we're told by health authorities that the only medication you need to take is pharmaceutical medications. And taking a plant is not going to help you. Well, right. for thousands of years, that's all people did was take plants to help them. Indigenous cultures take plants and still do today. But we seem to be, we have been brainwashed to, to think that if you suffer from depression, then uh, you're short. You're you suffer from a, a Prozac deficiency. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> right. I mean, it, it's or great. an effector deficiency. That, that's oh. right. It it is absolutely crazy, and I think it's it it's refreshing to know that people like your mother are changing their attitude toward this. Because I think mm-hmm. you know, just seeing your pictures that Corey showed me this morning, man, you your leg was one hell of a mess, and you probably would have had it cut off. Well, so I was just going to say, know. you probably would have lost your leg at the very least, there, if not your life. 
there were many times at night that I was having, you know, see the cannabis helped me internally because I was having anxiety issues, you know? Um, So that calmed the anxiety, but there were many nights I sat there and thought, I'm going to lose my leg. (laughs) There's no question. The education has to be out there too. You know, there, there's so much I've learned, like that we have this system in our body. We need this, you know, it's, it's, I'm trying that. That's why we just, what we do now is just travel with my son and we talk about it to everyone, everyone we can. That's what we do. Good for you. In your journey in helping other people, and I'm sure people have come to you with uh, skin cancer issues, and you've told them about cannabis oil. Have they come back to you and said, listen, I took your advice, and I'm cancer-free, or my cancer has disappeared? No. Um, I try to stay up with them in the groups, but in, sometimes I'll you know, ask, how is everything going? I think one lady did actually lead me through her journey, and she did get a cancer-free diagnosis like sometime about a year and a half ago, but that's the only person that I actually know what happened. But I feel, not only do I fill them with information, I connect them with the people that I know have even more information. So you know, I build a network for them, and I'm sure that you know, they get self-indulged in their own journey because it is such a journey. So who knows? But I, I expect they all had good, good results. Good outcomes. Yes. Yeah. You know, Tricia, that's my experience too. You know, I deal with hundreds and hundreds of people a week and almost always they say, yeah, we'll keep you, keep you posted. Or, you know, once this, once I'm through this, I'm going to do what you're doing. And, and I would say, I probably hear back from one in 20. Often I just hear through the grapevine. Um, you know, I remember this one fellow who had a brain tumor and I had forgotten about him, thought he had long passed away and was talking to somebody who had been talking to somebody. And apparently the guy's gone back to work, been back at work for a year and the tumor's completely gone. But, you know, you never hear back from them. And um, I, I wish that yeah. would happen more that people would get back and say, you know, hey, this is where I'm at now. And um, Me too. But just know that, you know, paying it forward like that and giving them the information is giving them the tools to heal themselves. And hopefully, even if they're not out there, like, you know, in the public forum so much as uh, you are and myself, they're still passing it on, even if it's just to a neighbor. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I have had many weird, um, like... I'll have an email from a friend of a friend who that friend told them, yeah, I might have a friend who had melanoma. Let me connect you with her. And I, you know, I don't know if they're cannabis friendly or not, but I just put it out there and nine times out of 10, the person's like, thank you. You know, I'm going to check into this and I might not hear back from them, but I'm, I'm just grateful that they're connecting. Yeah. One of the questions we get asked here a lot and we get emails from people is where can I get the oil? And was that a difficult journey for you? No, because for me, I think that the right person, you know, Ronnie is always going to be my angel. Uh, Ronnie's no longer with us. You know, he passed away. Yeah. Um, and it, it was very unfortunate. It was very upsetting. Um, how just for, just for listeners uh, who don't know, Ronnie Smith was, um, I guess, what you call an oil shiner. He provided many sick individuals with cannabis oil. And there's many people alive today because of him. Yes. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, he's not here to hear this. Um, But uh, I am sorry, Corey, what were you asking? Because that (laughs) just Ian Ian was talking about whether you had difficulty obtaining the product. Oh, no. But, you know, I think. 
Go ahead. He saw that wound, you know, and you see that wound. And yeah. anyone who saw that wound would have in the story with Noah and and it, you know, Ian, you might not know the story, but Noah's, you know, almost 18 and um, he's completely reliant on me. So, you know, there was a lot of, you know, people that were very compassionate. Yeah. You know, I, I wanted- I, you're, you're talking about how, how you, Ronnie, essentially came out of the woodwork to help you. I think mm-hmm. it's really important for listeners to be aware that there are a lot of scammers out there. Do not oh, buy, gosh, do yes. not buy oil online. It's not going to be what not. you need. Be very, very careful. If you're buying oil from somebody you don't know, make sure make sure that it comes recommended from a trusted source. Because yes. you know, and also the oil's only as good or works only as well as the as good as the product is. Do you know what I'm saying here? So if you're getting an inferior product, you're not going to get the health results that you want. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So I was very fortunate. I was very fortunate to have that man see my post and, you know, just, just care enough to take care of me. Um, you know, I don't know if other, I do know that other people contact me and say they don't know where to get oil. So, you know, I try to put them in groups and things like that, but sometimes people are scared to ask, you know, I wasn't, if somebody needs help, you should ask for help, but you should do your research too on those people because I had creepy people you know, contacting me. Did so. you, Ian and I kind of look at each other and almost sighing. Yes, please yeah. do some please research. Do some research. Do some research first. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we get some questions from people that you obviously have not done even the basic research. They're mm-hmm. t- typing up the email to us probably took longer than it would to Google the information they were seeking. Right. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. totally understand. A little that. accountability. And mm-hmm. don't don't look towards other people to help you through it if you haven't done your own research. And you, you've got to you've got to do the research. You've got to find out what you need. And then I think Tricia, you've you've said it uh, wonderfully. Just ask for help. I need help. Ask for help. Yeah. Yeah. And for issues with skin cancer in particular, you know, one thing I learned in this journey early on is your skin is your largest organ. If there's things going on with your skin, you're probably pretty messed up internally. So figure out why, you know, find out and start fixing things, eating better, whatever you have to do. How is your skin today? Perfect. I don't have any issues and I check it daily. Trust me. I'm, you know, I look in the mirror, I look everywhere. Um, I don't have any suspicious areas that I'm concerned about right now at all. And I used to get really bad rashes, which they've diminished a bit. I'm not sure what that is, but they've definitely diminished through this process, too. You know, they come back a little bit, but, you know, not like they used to. Whereabouts on your body do you get the rashes? On my face, like right around my cheeks. It's very hot and warm when you touch them and they're like raised. Yeah, it's very odd. I'm wondering if that is a type of bacteria. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, Dr. Jessup. Well, uh, <laughs> the only reason I say that is because sometimes my wife gets that as well. Oh, interesting. Oh. Yeah. And you know what you should try? Uh, apple cider Please vinegar. Tell- okay. Uh, it, it <clears throat> Ingest might, it? Yeah, it might sting a bit. Just get uh, 
Oh. Here, I, here I am. She, she said ingest it. You're talking about applying it topically? Me applying it topically, okay. yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's going to sting when you ingest it. Well, I've, I was uh, like, you, why? <laughs> you, I mean, I used to take a, a glass of water with a tablespoon of apple cider, cider. vinegar. Yeah, I think there's yeah. lots of people yeah, that do take My dad that. used to swig it all the time. <laughs> I don't uh-huh. know why. And, yeah. and people, uh, you know, you talked initially about the alkalizing water. Uh, one of the things, yes. be, people are very acidic today. And uh, yes. that is one of the causes of cancer, I believe. And I may be wrong, but having an acidic body. But one of the r- ways you can uh, counter that is to have a glass of water with a tablespoon of baking soda in it. And stir it up mm-hmm. and or- guzzle it down and bingo. Lemon water, yep. lemon water, lots mm-hmm. of lemon water, you know, and uh, just, you know, maybe incorporate some greens here and there. I like to just, you know, even with my son's diet, we're more like if it if it has more than three ingredients, eh, I don't know, you know. <laughs> Trisha, given your skin cancer, do you use sunscreen at all? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I use natural sunscreen. What do you mean by natural sunscreen? Um, there's Without certain the ones that don't. Yes. Yeah. So they don't work quite as well, but I wear hats. I cover up. I do not get sunburned. Mm -mm. I just don't. I don't even use lotions over the counter. I'm very picky about makeup and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone should be because you don't know what you're putting on your face anymore. You know, that's a lot of chemical. So I, I do account acidic bodies to cancer. I really do as well. But I also think if you're putting stuff on you that shouldn't be there and you're acidic on top of it well that's just a war waiting to happen yeah that's why i never wear makeup <laughs> right you should <laughs> Corey's looking at me oh you, uh, you i work with like, this yeah, i work with this guy <laughs> and it's early and it's like no, <laughs> no. i've had two cups of coffee <laughs> Trisha, it's a fantastic story, and I think uh, people can learn a lot from your story about skin cancer and dealing with uh, melanoma, and uh, it's wonderful to hear that that god-awful hole in your leg is gone. (laughs) You see the one from the other day? It looks much better. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anything you'd like to say in conclusion? Um, if anyone wants to reach out to me, they can. They can find me on Facebook. Um, I'm friends with Corey, uh, Trisha, you know, and if it, she'll know how to connect me. Yeah, just, know, just you know. uh, contact me and I'll put me yeah. in touch. Yeah, that's all you need. More people contact yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I get bored. Oh, Please, write sorry, Please write me. Please write me. That's right. Just push them my way. Just push them my way. I don't mind at all. <laughs> Trisha, it was good, good to meet you and good to hear your story. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Trisha. All right, bye-bye. Bye. And if you'd like us to continue bringing these stories to you, then you can help us out. You can go to our webpage and go to the donation icon and make a donation to Cannabis Health Radio. It won't show up as Cannabis Health Radio by PayPal. It's CHR Podcast. That's it. Another edition of Cannabis Health Radio, wherever you are in the world. Thanks very much for listening. You've been listening to the Cannabis Health Radio podcast. Visit our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com, and follow us on Facebook and Twitter.
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey everyone, it's Ryan from the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. If you're looking for ways to utilize cannabis to keep you healthy, strong, and sharp, come join us every Wednesday where we dive into the best ways to use cannabis to optimize your life. Topics include cannabis and athletics, cannabis for productivity, cannabis for anxiety, cannabis for a healthy immune system, and so much more. If you're a curious connoisseur, this show is for you. So please head over to our page and we're looking forward to seeing you this week. Bye.